0: Welcome to the evening episode of Honey in the Rock. We hope you've had a great day and we've got a great show ahead for you. Stick with us. This evening's episode is titled, Behold, I am against thee, O Tyrus. It shall be focused on the study of Ezekiel chapter 26. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee, Lord to know that Lord in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the word was made flesh and manifest among us so we thank thee that that same word lives in us in the form of the Holy Spirit and you told us that the works that I do shall ye do also and said greater works than these shall we do for you go to the Father and so Father when we recognize that we recognize how omnipotent we are as human beings as the prophet taught us and knowing that you are omnipotent, omnipotent. So when the two of us come together, Father, there is no limit to what we can do. So we pray, Father, help us to be bold and to recognize who we are. For we are taught that if we truly recognize who we are, the rapture will take place. So we pray, Father, help us to, we know that faith cometh by hearing, hearing your word. And so help us to feast on it until, Father, we have rapture in faith that takes us from this earth to to a journey beyond the skies. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Ezekiel chapter 26.
1: Ezekiel 26 And it came to pass in the eleventh year, in the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, Because that Tyrus hath said against Jerusalem, Aha, she is broken, that was the gates of the people. She is turned unto me. I shall be replenished. Now she is laid waste. Therefore thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O Tyrus, and will cause many nations to come up against thee, as the sea causeth his waves to come up, and they shall destroy the walls of Tyrus, and break down her towers. I will also scrape her dust from her, and make her like the top of a rock. It shall be a place for the spreading of nets, in the midst of the sea. For I have spoken it, saith the Lord God. And it shall become a spoil to the nations. And her daughters which are in the field shall be slain by the sword. And they shall know that I am the Lord. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I will bring upon Tyrus, Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, a king of kings from the north, with horses and with chariots, and with horsemen and companies and much people. He shall slay with the sword thy daughters in the field, and he shall make a fort against thee, and cast a mount against thee, and lift up the buckler against thee. And he shall set engines of war against thy walls, and with his axes he shall break down thy towers. By reason of the abundance of his horses their dust shall cover thee, Thy walls shall shake at the noise of the horsemen, and of the wheels, and of the chariots, when he shall enter into thy gates, as men enter into a city wherein is made a breach. With the hoofs of his horses shall he tread down all thy streets. He shall slay thy people by the sword, and thy strong garrison shall go down to the ground, and they shall make a spoil of thy riches, and make a prey of thy merchandise." And they shall break down thy walls, and destroy thy pleasant houses. And they shall lay thy stones, and thy timber, and thy dust in the midst of the water. And I will cause the noise of thy songs to cease. And the sound of thy harp shall be no more heard. And I will make thee like the top of a rock. Thou shalt be a place to spread nets upon. Thou shalt be built no more. For I, the Lord, have spoken it, saith the Lord God. Thus saith the Lord God to Tyrus, Shall not the isles shake at the sound of thy fall, when the wounded cry, when the slaughter is made in the midst of thee? Then all the princes of the sea shall come down from their thrones, and lay away their robes, and put off their broidered garments. They shall clothe themselves with trembling. They shall sit upon the ground, and shall tremble at every moment, and be astonished at thee. And they shall take up a lamentation for thee, and say to thee, how art thou destroyed that wast inhabited of seafaring men, the renowned city, which was strong in the sea, she and her inhabitants which caused their terror to be on all that haunt it? Now shall the isles tremble in the day of thy fall, yea, the isles that are in the sea shall be troubled at thy departure. For thus saith the Lord God, When I shall make thee a desolate city like the cities that are not inhabited, when I shall bring up the deep upon thee, and great waters shall cover thee, when I shall bring thee down with them that descend into the pit, with the people of old time, and shall set thee in the low parts of the earth, in places desolate of old, with them that go down to the pit, that thou be not inhabited, and I shall set glory in the land of the living. I will make thee a terror, and thou shalt be no more, though thou be sought for, yet shalt thou never be found again, saith the Lord God.
0: Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Rev. William Brenham titled, Questions and Answers. This was preached in 1959 on June the 28th in the evening. We'll begin at paragraph 65 up to paragraph 102. I trust you'll find it to be a blessing.
2: Now, Brother Branham, is it true that Satan was once in heaven and was cast out? He and his angels come down to earth? Or is it a vision like John saw on the Isle of Patmos? Why I ask this is I was told that it was a vision. John saw it as a vision. But it was a literal happening. If you'll turn to Isaiah fourteen twelve, Now, these go slow. But to me, they're, they are lessons. And it's something that maybe you think, well, I don't have no need of that now. You just don't know how that Holy Spirit feeds on the Word of God. It's got to have the Word to, to feed on because the Holy Spirit feeds only and only on the Word of God. you believe that? The Bible said so. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. All right. The 14th chapter of Isaiah. And I believe here now we're going to begin at the 12th verse. Let's read now about Lucifer. How art thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer, fallen from heaven, son of the morning, an angelic being from the heavens? How art thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which didst weaken the nations? For thou didst say in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven and i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will set also upon the mount of the congregation in the side of the north i will ascend above the highest of the clouds i will be like the most high so you see it wasn't a vision absolutely lucifer was cast out of heaven now let's turn to the new testament to luke 10:18 just a minute and see what Jesus said. In the book of Luke, you would have your Bibles now that's trying to get on these questions. Luke 10, 18. And he said unto them, Jesus speaking, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. See, Satan was the original archangel of God. He once dwelt in the heavens. He once was the greatest person in the heavens outside of God. He was God's right-hand man, the fellowship. And he got puffed up in his heart. And isn't that just the way that people get today? Let God just bless a fellow and put a little confidence in him And he gets to be a know-it-all. He gets to be, he's got to start an organization. He's got to do something that's different. Why art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? God has a hard time trying to get somebody that he can deal with that'll stay humble and meek and stay in the place until God calls him to do something. You believe that? a man that God can bless and He'll still keep Himself a man. Not be an angel or a God. As soon as man gets blessed and has a little something given to him, he wants to become a God. He wants to become an a angel. He wants to become some great person. What I do, what me, me and mine, all that. That's the wrong attitude. God's hunting for somebody who He can bless and pour out the blessings. And the more He bless, the little the man will become. And you'll never get more of God until you become nothing. Amen. You've got to belittle yourself. He that will exalt himself, God will bring a base. He that will humble himself, God will exalt. Amen. You've got to get little before you can get big. And you'll never be big in your own self. You'll only be as big as God will be big in you. Amen. See, So Lucifer is on earth today trying to work in the church to accomplish the same purpose that he started before the foundation of the world. Amen. Lucifer was kicked out of heaven. All right. I believe um, there's another thing on here. Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, the 12th verse. Let's see what that says. In Ezekiel 28:12. And I'm... Sure, that by studying this and looking into it, seeing what thus saith the Lord, then we know whether he really fell from heaven or whether he was just a vision. 28 and 12. All right, I believe that's what I got wrote down. 28 12. All right, here we start. Now, this is a great thing here. I wish we just had time to preach on this a little. For it's really something. Now, as I just got to basing up to this, that Lucifer in heaven tried to exalt himself and even be just a little higher than his boss. And he betrayed Michael and made himself a great kingdom in the north and come down. Now, and he and his angels was cast out. The person asked of the revelation, that's on Revelations 12, on the Isle of Patmos. But now notice this here at the twelfth verse. Watch how he sets in the kingdom of man. How many people here understand that the devil controls every nation under heaven? The devil controls the United States. The devil is government of the United States. The devil is a government of Germany. He's a government of every nation under heavens. The devil controls every nation, the Bible says he does. Amen. Read Matthew the fourth chapter. When Satan took Jesus up to the top of the mountain and showed him the kingdoms of the world and claimed them to be his and said, I'll give them to you if you'll worship me. Jesus never said you lied, Satan. He knew they belonged to him. But over in the book of Revelation, said, Rejoice, you heavens and you earth, for the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ. And He shall reign on earth. Jesus know that in the millennium that all the governments and kingdoms will be broke down and He'll be God and ruler over all of them. He knowed He fell heir to all of it. So therefore he told Satan, get thee behind me, Satan, for he knew what he had to do. Now listen to this, the Spirit of the Lord on this prophet Ezekiel speaking, not to this king, but to the Spirit in the king. Watch this now. You remember this morning when I showed you how in the Scriptures that the church got off the wrong track by taking man's organizations? Same thing Israel got off the track by denouncing God as their king and wanted Saul for a king. And when their real king came, Jesus, they didn't know him. Because his, his preaching and his teaching was so much different from the earthly kings, till so they didn't know him. And today, when the king of the church, the Holy Spirit, when he's here, and He comes into the church to make the people, to be regenerated, to give a new birth. It's so different from these organizations and denominations. So they say, oh, that looks like holy rollers to me. See? It ain't what it looks to you, it's what God's Word says about it. Look on the day of Pentecost, what did that look like? Look at other times when they received the Holy Ghost, what it looked like? Women and men, the Virgin Mary and all them staggering like drunk men, just reeling, screaming, stammering lips and other tongues, carrying on like a bunch of idiots. But they were dying to themselves, and the Holy Ghost was coming into them. They set the known world afire. What we need today is men who will die out to themselves and rot out to themselves and Burn every bridge behind and surrender everything to Christ. What's the Holy Spirit speaking now to the devil in this king? Look who this fellow was that's governing in this king. You remember what I said this morning? My wife said about the woman up there, all them bunch of women, all them dirty looking, vulgar clothes on. See, he said they must not have their right mind. A woman's got a right mind, wouldn't expose herself like that. I said, honey, she's just an American. That's all. That's custom here. They'll do it because it's a custom. See, they go by their intellectuals. But your intellectuals, if you go by your head, you're controlled by the devil. The devil took a man's head. God takes a man's heart. The devil makes you look at something you can see. Say, well, that's right. That's right. Reason. Reason it out. But the Bible lets us cast down reasonings. And by faith we believe things that we do not see. That's what God does when He comes upon the human heart. In the Garden of Eden, the devil took the man's head. God took his heart. That's the throne of God, where God dwells, in the human heart. And now, if it's intellectually, sure, then a man or a woman that's born of God will act like the kingdom of are from. Hallelujah! That would make me shout. Why? Why? Because when you know that you pass from death unto life, because you hate sin and you love God, and you'll stand regardless if you die or don't die, you'll stand that it's wrong and call wrong wrong. Walk upright before God. It shows that your spirit, the life that's in you, is from another place, where it's holy and pure, virgin, undefiled. And you say, divine healing? Sure, my Spirit come from a place where the divine healer is. We're from a land of divine healing. Amen. Amen. Say, you believe it? God is sure. It's from the land where God is. And we're pilgrims and strangers like Abraham and Isaac. When just the, the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit hit them, They went through the land and confessed that they were pilgrims and strangers. They were seeking a city whose builder and maker was God. And now after we've got the evidence of it living in us, how much more should we be pilgrims and strangers? Walking through the world, turning our head from the evil things because we are of another nation, another people. Certainly. Now, watch the evil controls of this world. Now, as we read from Ezekiel 28:12, Son of man, take up a lamentation unto the king of Tyre, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord God. Now, what? He's speaking to the Spirit in the king. See? Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the Son, full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Satan, see that? How Satan was the most beautiful of the archangels. Thou hast been in Eden. Now you know the king of Tyre at that time could not have been in Eden. For it was 4,000 years before that. See? Thou hast been in Eden. Who's he talking to? He's talking to Satan and that king. Hallelujah. Brother, I feel religious. When? When? And then what's these people going to do that blasphemes and makes fun of people under the demonstration of the Holy Ghost? When they make fun of those people, they are blaspheming the Holy Ghost, which is absolutely impossible. Amen. Amen. You're not talking to that man. You're talking to the Spirit that's moving in that man. We are to honor one another love one another and exhort one another. Talk good of each other. That's what we should do. Now listen to this. All right, thou sealest up the sun full of wisdom, perfect in beauty. Thou was in Eden, the garden of God. Even precious stones was I covering. Sardust, topaz, diamonds, beryl, onyx, jasper, sapphire, emerald, uh, carbuncle, gold, workmanship, all the tablets, all the pipes, "...was prepared in thee in the day that thou wast created." There's Lucifer. He once dwelt in Eden. Now we're going to come back to that question in a minute. Lucifer in Eden. Because we've got the seed of the serpent down here somewhere, which is a very ticklish thing. I thought of this. hope that's about last. But he was. And the devil was kicked out of heaven. And the very purpose that he tried to purpose in heaven, he came right down here on the earth and trying his best to fulfill that what he purposed. He goes to the kings and to the rulers. And when he can get them, then he comes right down to the church and gets the people, or gets the preacher. Then from the preacher, he goes right into the congregation and gets the congregation under the same influence, the same devil doing the same things. You know you're a Presbyterian. You'll never be a holy roller. You are this, that, or the other. You couldn't afford to disgrace yourself to be amongst them. Why, you know better than to set them on them little old tabernacles or missions on the street. Well, them people's off at their head. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're just on at their heart. (laughs) That's all. They're not off at their head. They're just controlled by their heart. God lives in their heart, and they are peculiar people—a royal priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifice. That's the fruits of their lips, giving praise to God, whether they feel like it or not. At times, I do not seem," said the songwriter. "I trust in giving praise. Amen. Say, well, I'd go to church and I'd praise the Lord if I felt like it. Well, now, a priest is to make a sacrifice. And you, the congregation, are high priests of God to make a spiritual sacrifice. That's the fruits of your lips giving praise to God. You go down and say, well, if I felt like it, I'd go over and testify to somebody. Well, do it anyhow. Amen. If you're a high priest, brother, it's burning in your heart whether you feel like doing it or not. Yeah. Go do it anyhow because you've got to make a sacrifice, something that's hard to do. Go do it anyhow. Your spiritual priesthood, a royal people, giving praise to God because God lives in his heart. Now, if you are of Satan, you feel that you're just a little better than that class of people. Now, how are you going to know which one's right? Take it by the Scriptures. If a man's born of God, he believes every word God wrote and says he's just as great today as he ever was, and he never changes, and he's just the same yesterday, and forever. If he's filled with the Holy Ghost, he got the same Holy Ghost to give on the day of Pentecost and makes him act the same way and do the same things. If he's born to the Spirit of God, Mark 16, Jesus said, These signs shall follow them that believe. It's true. So he says, I'm a believer and them signs don't follow. Then he's a make-believer, not a believer. There's three classes of people, a believer, a make-believer, and an unbeliever. that's the only three classes there is. A lot of make-believers, there's a lot of real believers, and there's a lot of unbelievers. But if you're a real believer, Jesus said, "...These signs shall follow them that believe. My name they shall cast out devils." Speak with new tongues. If they should step on a snake, Brother Evans, it would not harm them. (laughs) If they lay their hands on the sick, they shall recover. Oh, that's just as true as God's Word It's true! We've got no business taking anything away from that. Amen. The Bible said, He that will take away or add to this word, the same will be taken out of the book of life for him. Amen. God is so perfect that every word must be perfect. And it must run from Genesis to Revelation. It's the same. Every word. Every commandment of God. Now you can make it say something here and twist it up over here. I was sitting one day under a tree with Brother Charlie up there. Brother Woods here, we were hunting down in Kentucky. We would hunt with a rifle. And I, Brother Charlie and Brother Woods had shot their sights in that morning. And about 50 yards, they would hitting a spot about that big around. Big as the squirrels. They said, that's all right. And I went out there. I'd been driving tax at 50 yards. And I missed the squirrel's eye and hit him down on the cheek. I said, that's not right. My rifle's out. And now I worried all day long. The next evening I went in early. I shot boxes of shells. It hit just a little bit, half inch to the right. Well, it hit the squirrel in the head anyhow. So Charlie then the next morning is up there and the rifle's just a buzzing. Just hitting squirrels. And me sitting behind a tree, rubbing my hands, saying, oh, what's the matter with my rifle? I got so ashamed of myself till I got down on my knees. I said, Lord God, I don't know what's the matter with me. Why did you make me a little nervous where he are? Why would I be this? There's them fellows up there shooting squirrels as hard as they can shoot. They got a mess of squirrels already, and here I'm sitting behind the tree, rubbing my hands and wondering, my my tra- uh, guns. I driving an attack at fifty yards. I cried, cried, sitting there beside the log, and then the Holy Spirit came, not in a voice, but in a revelation, said, I made you that way for a purpose. Why? I can't take the Bible saying something here. Like the church says, uh, the Holy Ghost was for uh, just that group back there. The church says so. And the Scripture says, whosoever will. I can't make that hit the target. I can't make Calvinism, just believe on the Lord and you've got eternal security, and Arminianism, that if I just touch, not handle, not taste, I'd like to do it, but I can't do it. Arminianism is too far away from Calvinism, and they're both wrong. around. I've got to see where they both got Scriptures, but it's got to hit the target. Now, God said one thing in this Bible. It's got to hit the target. It's got to make every ring in that Bible come right straight down to that bullseye. It's got to do it because it's God's Word, and He's infinite, and it can't change. Hey, man, I love that. Because then you can rest perfectly satisfied that it's... God's eternal word. Therefore, I tried to study it from different scriptures to make it see what it would say. All right. Satan was literally cast out of heaven by Michael the Archangel in God. And he was cast to the earth, come to the earth, got into the serpent, deceived Eve, and then has got into man, women, all down through the age. On the same thing he started at the beginning, a great big kingdom prettier than the other fellows. Be governor overall, know it all. Our denomination is the biggest; it's it's, um, it's predominant over the others. You've heard him say, "Well, we have so many hundred preachers in our organization. We got the biggest churches there is in the city." The only one thing that spells is S A T O N to me. That's right. That means the devil to me. When you get man, that'll break up and organize and break up brotherhood and say they'll have nothing to do with the little church. I've never seen a person too low yet. I've never seen a person too far in sin yet. I've never seen a woman too stooped or a man too stooped But what? I would go to him and put my arms around him and bring him out of that if I can. I've never seen a bunch of holy rollers or whatever you want to call them. Rooting and jumping and hollering or whatever they might do. But while I'd get right in there and root and jump and holler with them to glorify God. That's exactly right. Whether he's black, yellow, brown, white, or whatever he might be. Yes, sir. The Holy Ghost comes on one level. that you meet God's requirements. If you ever get it, you'll come on God's level and not your own thoughts about it. Satan tries to make it classical. Some great something. Some big something. Intellectual. You have to cast down that reasoning and believe what the Word says about it. Amen.
0: As we get towards the end of this episode, we will end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for thy word, and to recognize that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, what you have in store for those who love you. We pray, Father, help us to serve you with all our hearts and all our mind and all our strength as you taught us to love you with all our heart and all our mind and all our strength. Help us to give you of our very best. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you we would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you.
3: It's not bad Cannot be deceived, cause he wrote my name in his book.